We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well naturally. Hello, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about kind of some fun things in terms of there are three big areas that we see working with clients when it comes to maybe they're getting stuck in their progress with their health, or it could be reasons why people are not moving forward with their health from a personal journey as well. And all of these things are things that I've experienced in the past. And I think Amanda, you may have with some of them as well. And so do you want to get us started? Absolutely. One of the main things that I'm sure many people look forward to their time away from work. This would be the vacation time, the vacation time (laughs) where you can go to that sunny destination spot and just kind of have some chill time and do whatever you want. This is, this is a key time where people, you may not expect to have setbacks with vacation, but there are, there are five changes that we can experience when we go on vacations that impact our progress and what our health is going to do for us. One of the biggest ones will be change in diet. Mm -hmm. You're you've come from a usual routine of eating the same foods. And next thing you know, maybe you've gone to that all inclusive and they have all these different things available to you and they're cooked in different oils and maybe it's local bugs that are from that area that can affect you and just get into your system and cause issues. So that's one thing that can come up. The next one would be a time zone. I know I can be greatly affected just by the time change around the spring forward fallback scenario. Never mind if you're jumping on a plane for seven hours and heading over to Europe somewhere. And next thing you know, you're five hours ahead and you're completely (laughs) completely thrown off and next thing you know you're awake throughout the night or something that to that effect so your whole rhythm of your body is thrown off because you have to all of a sudden adjust to something different and sleep is when we heal so if we're not being able to do that process at least right away this is something that can affect our body affect our stress as well that's actually one i might as well just jump into that since i mentioned it so the third one is stress levels Generally, maybe coming up to the trip, you've had some stress around it because you're planning, you're trying to get organized. Maybe you're working on getting things sorted for your house, someone to look after the house, pets, plants, even whatever that is. So there's that, that aspect. And then there's the travel itself. Are you packed? Are you getting there on time? You've got to go through all the security checks and maybe you've arrived at your destination and your your luggage hasn't arrived or there's some sort of hiccup your flight's delayed there's so many layers to stress just with the travel component so you've added that on to your that onto your plate so you've got that and i already touched on sleep oddly enough with the cycle being off so that's another one where maybe you have the opportunity to do a different schedule and you can stay up late. Maybe you're out going to the clubs or whatever's available. They have events and bands and things at certain places. 
you're just doing different things. And <clears throat> this comes into the activity level. Maybe you're coming from a busy job where you're constantly on the move and all of a sudden your body just stops and you're just lounging on that chair on the beach and just taking on, taking in all the rays and your body's like, Hey, we're, we're actually slowing down and taking it easy. I can, I can begin to heal some things and maybe this is when issues will start popping up with having a cold or all the things that you've basically kind of been telling your body, no, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to, I can't get sick. I can't not feel well. I have to be, keep going. And then all of a sudden you stop and your body's like, Hey, this is the perfect time to get rid of some stuff out of my system. And maybe that cold or something pops up. These are a few areas that we can be affected when on vacation. Yeah. And I, I think I actually missed a couple because with the diet as well, people are coming into alcohol, Mm -hmm. drinking different water, different ice cubes. There could be issues around that too. There's, there's lots of factors. Anything that you can think of that I may have missed? I, I just listened to you explain those things. And I think of so many stories that I've been through in the past on all of, all of these different levels. And I mean, you started with diet. Definitely. I was someone who was very strict with my diet for a long portion of my life because it was key for me being able to get healthier when I was living with MS. And so when I would go away on vacation, I would eat still try and eat as close to home as I could, but it still can be hard if it's not foods that you're used to. And even just if, if you're eating different meats and different vegetables, I mean, I used to go to Dominican and Cuba quite a bit. And I remember people saying to me, make sure you only get the ice cubes that have the hole in it. If you can stick your straw through it, then you know that it was made. It wasn't made from the tap water okay. and don't drink the tap water. Even brushing your teeth with the tap water was something you should be careful from. And it's not that there's a problem with the water. It's just that they're, well, it, their water, our bodies aren't used to it. So there's different bacteria, there's different parasites, there's different cultures living in that water and our system doesn't know what to do with it. And that can be the case with the food as well that you're eating. So some people will feel not well just from the food that they're eating while you're there, but then the alcohol and the sugar, who doesn't go on vacation, especially an all-inclusive place, and they have like this massive spread of desserts. And those are fun to try. They look fun, they look exciting. You're on vacation, you know, this is a time to, to enjoy myself and to let loose a little bit. And so you try a few of those treats, but ultimately the treats and the alcohol as well is gonna have sugar in it and sugar is going to decrease our immune system, right? So you're mentioning you're a story before, I'm gonna cut you off. You were mentioning a story before where you had an experience around alcohol specifically. Do you wanna just kind of mention that to people? which I mean, I think it was the alcohol. I can't remember if there were snacks involved in that as well. That again, that was a time where I was very strict. So I would only eat certain things, but I went on an excursion with some friends while we were in vacation. I think it was Dominican and we went on this excursion and we went to local areas and we got to have lunch at this local restaurant that was on the beach and it was beautiful. And you know, the food looked really good but I didn't really eat anything because they didn't have anything that was suitable for me. And I didn't drink. I was the only person on this excursion that didn't drink alcohol and everyone got sick after, like violently ill after. 
And they were all like, oh, there must be a virus going around or there must be a bug going around. And it's like, well, then why didn't I get sick? Exactly. I was still taking immunosuppressant medication because I was still living with MS and injecting myself every day. So for someone who has a compromised immune system to begin with, all of y'all got sick and I didn't. So what's the common denominator there, right? The alcohol, the food, the desserts that came around afterwards, that's weakening your immune system by having that sugar. It's, I think it's five hours that after you've had sugar, your immune system is like dialed down in terms of effectiveness to fight things off after you eat that and if you're constantly eating the treats throughout the day and you're drinking you know at lunch and then you're drinking at dinner and then you're drinking afterwards it's really no wonder that people can sometimes get sick when they're away if you're not giving your body support right so yeah I and mean, that's one of my stories i also have when you said stress i have a story where i went to cuba and my luggage didn't make it <laughs> So there's people always look at vacation and I think a lot of people understand that yes, there's stress around vacation and yes, we do need to take some time to unwind and it's okay to go on vacation and have a little bit of fun, but it's ultimately it could cause you to step back a little bit in terms of moving forward with your health and there are choices choices sometimes, right? Like I had strict guidelines for what I would eat because I didn't want to be continuing to get worse in terms of my health. So I was like, I'm not going to eat all this stuff because this made me feel worse. So there's a lot of stress. And I mean, yes, vacations are meant to be fun, but there is going to be stress around there. And the food is a fun thing, but it is stress on the system. Mm-hmm. Too much exercise is too stress on your system. Too much stress on your system. Well, a complete, dramatic, drastic change in activity and exercise can be a stress on the system too, right? So, vacations are wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but it it can have a toll on your body, and that's something that we see. You know that that will set people back in terms of progress and moving forward. The other thing we haven't touched on touched on as well is the plane travel itself. Getting on the plane, we have more radiation exposures, and then you're closer to the sun. And if you're going somewhere that is a beach destination, you're also going to be exposing yourself to the sun there. And I know when I've been, you can see all the people basically calling dibs for their spot that they have really early in the morning. They've put their blankets there, their towels there, (laughs) and that's where they're going to spend the whole day. Mm And I know for myself, I would be absolutely burnt to a crisp if I was there all day. I would be done. And then I would never probably set a foot outside again. So this is something that people are also taking on. They're taking on these exposures to radiation through the plane travel, through the sun. Yeah. And there's dehydration as a result of being in the plane. And then if you're also consuming more alcohol or something, caffeine even that's going to impact there's just there's a lot of things that are adding on to the layers of why this change in your regular routine is going to impact how you're feeling how you're progressing if you're progressing it's yeah there's so many things that we don't think about yeah 
And I mean, there are things you can do in terms of, yes, I was the story I was sharing, I was on an all inclusive resort. So there's only so much you can do in terms of the choices you make with your food and the water and, and if you decide to drink alcohol or not. But when it comes to vacation, like now I know my preference is to go to somewhere that's not all inclusive, somewhere mm -hmm. where we do have a kitchen in the hotel room um, ideally a barbecue, which it's a whole work in progress that Airbnb can be a good option for that. Just to a place where you can cook your own food so that you know exactly what's in it. Mm -hmm. right? Like even yeah. if it's, it looks like fresh meat at the, um, all-inclusive resort or a salad, or what was that salad washed in? What were the vegetables washed in? What oils are things being cooked in? All of these things are going to cause an impact on your system and can cause inflammation and other factors in the body and ultimately it's like yes if you're going on vacation and it's one week out of the year if you're doing a, a good job leading up to that with making sure that you're taking care of your health why not just look for little ways that you can make different choices on vacation as well so that you feel better when you get home like a lot of people go on vacation and they say i need a vacation after my vacation Okay. It's so true because it's a total change in routine, which I know is the point sometimes, but there are things that you can do to make sure your system and your body handles it better or not. Okay. Do you want to touch on any of those? Just a couple things or want to wait till later? The radiation, I mean, the sun sitting in the sun, I'm like a sun lover or I was in the past. I was the one who would come home like multiple shades darker in terms of skin <laughs> color and I would sit by the pool and read a book and um, I didn't drink alcohol so at least I was still drinking water but that's a lot of the times what can happen is you sit by the pool all day long you're dehydrated because you're sweating in the sun uh, you're drinking alcohol which is not helping with the hydration and then if it's hot this is what I used to do too you're jumping in the pool to cool off and there's chemicals so you're exposing, exposing yourself to more chemicals that your system has to deal with as well. So there's a whole lot of detox that has to happen for the body mm -hmm. through your vacation phase and then afterwards as well. Cool. Do you want to get on to the next one? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, so the next one we can cover is dental appointments going in. This is something that we've found with clients that if especially if we don't know about it, we usually would find out after the fact if something had changed and we, we, we asked them what's going on. And often enough, it could be that they've gone to the dentist and this is because dental cleanings can stir up bacteria. It can aggravate your amalgams. Like I used to have, I used to have a bunch of them in the back of my, uh, in my molars, my teeth. And from what I've learned over the last few years with just, eating itself and then hot and cold beverages or food that aggravate isn't the right word but it it causes the release of the the mercury which then goes into my tissues mm -hmm. that's one way going to the dentist is the other when they start picking around in there and just feeling around on things and that's when this can happen as well so that's something that can affect how you're progressing if you're having this exposure again re-exposure to mercury in your system. You may release parasites in this process as well, because again, if they're cleaning things and opening up areas around your gums, maybe there's parasites in there or 
what else is in there? There's, they use fluoride. They often give these fluoride rinses. I think it's a rinse or is it, I can't remember what it is. Cause I, I haven't used it for a number of years now. They want to, they want to have this put on your teeth after the fact. And that is a neurotoxin going in your system. And it's right close to your, your brain as the, the same with the amalgams being released, the toxins being released. It's really close to your brain. So if you're having brain fog and issues recalling or memory or things like that, this is where they may be affecting. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of leads into the heavy metal part that I was just mentioning, mercury, aluminum, things like that. This is all affecting your ability to function and maybe even effect- affecting sleep and all this kind of stuff. It's just There's so many layers to this that can set you back. And if you're unaware of the simplest thing, just going to your dentist, which is I'm sure a part of most people's routines. Okay. It's that time. I'm just going to the dentist. You think nothing of it. And then all of a sudden you're having a setback in your, your health journey. It's like, what the hell's going on? And this, this could be it. Maybe as a result of that, you've yes, clean your teeth and removed some plaque that's there, but you may have disturbed something else in the process. Yeah. Absolutely. And we just talked about stress around vacations. A lot of people, there's stress around dentists as well. I remember when I was in the dentist a couple of months ago and there was a woman in the waiting room and she was like, I forget what she was having done. It may have just been a cleaning. And she was like, you need to knock me out. <laughs> like you can't do anything in my mouth without knocking me out. And like, that's the ultimate, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in terms of stress. But then what's the impact of knocking you out? going to have on you as well. It's kind of a side topic, but it was an interesting story. And there's, I mean, when it comes to your teeth too, this is just talking cleanings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things as well. Did you know, and many people don't, that every tooth in our body or in our body, every tooth in our mouth, every, <laughs> every tooth in our mouth, the nerves are connected to organs in our system. And so if you've had a filling in a certain tooth, if you've had a root canal, that's my story, in a certain tooth, if you've had especially mercury fillings in certain teeth in your mouth, and you're having issues with an organ, we like to look and see, okay, what dental work have you done on that tooth? Because that can impact the organ because of the connection of the nerve. And when we talk about meridian points from time to time, meridians will actually run from the teeth down to organs in the body and it's pretty interesting uh, just what happens there but i have a root canal that i had years ago the dentist like totally messed it up too i went in because i had so much tooth pain and he's like oh there's um probably the root is exposed or i don't remember the nerve is exposed maybe so we're gonna do a root canal and he screwed up because there were two roots in the tooth so i went home and this Uh, tooth still hurt and i was like my goodness I just had a root canal. How can it still hurt? And I went back in. He's like, oh, there's another one. So I had to have a second root canal on the same. God. Time, which is very just to go back because you were mentioning the meridians for <laughs> people who maybe don't know what those are. It's essentially a circuit in our body. Each each set of organs kind of have it has its own circuit and runs through the body from kind of the toes to the top of the head, generally. And if there's an issue within that circuit somewhere so it's not fully connected so there's not the full circuit there could be issues you're going to have side effects or symptoms as a result of of that kind of thing if it's not functioning properly 
Yeah. It's like if you remember, and I mean, I'm dating myself probably by saying this, but if you remember those Christmas lights that were in series, oh God, they're if, a pain. if one, all of a sudden the string wasn't working and you were like, what the heck? Because <laughs> you had to find the single light bulb in that whole strand of lights that was the problem. Because if one was out, nothing else worked. And that's what can happen in terms of the meridians. If there's a point along there that's struggling, it can affect everything. And that's where if there's a problem with your tooth, like I had this root canal in the upper part of my, the right side of my mouth that I ended up having to have the double root canal. I just shared that story because it sucked. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But ultimately like that tooth is connected to other organs and areas in the body. And often people, like if they have thyroid problems, it can be, we look at the mouth and it's like, okay, you had a root canal in that tooth. And ultimately when they do a root canal, they're going in and they're cleaning out the nerve tissue and the root of the tooth, and then they're just sealing it up. So basically you have a dead tooth hanging out in your body. And where else in the body do you leave dead tissue? Right? Right. Nowhere. And infection and other problems can happen. Bacteria. Yeah, because they're leaving this in your body. And so, you know, this is somewhere that we look at. We have a chart of teeth. I'll share that in the show notes, actually, because it's fascinating. Um, But we have a chart of, of teeth that will show you where it's connected in the body. So there's a lot of reasons why going to the dentist can cause problems in terms of moving forward in your health. And this is an area that's never talked about, right? How often do you go to your doctor because you have a problem somewhere? And do they say like, oh, when was the last time you went to the dentist? Oh, well, actually, I went last week for a cleaning. Okay, well, when did these symptoms start? Oh, right after, actually, right after that. It's connecting the dots, mm-hmm. which is all the work that we do. It's like figuring out where is the connection here and how can we help? fix that problem so that you can start getting better. Yeah. The full, the full picture, whole body approach rather than just, just individual puzzle pieces rather than the whole puzzle. Yeah. Like let's just slap a bandaid on that. Okay. We're good. No, <laughs> it's fine. Figure out why. Okay. Perfect. Let's move on to the next one, which kind of actually ties into what we just talked about. This one is scars. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the meridians in the body, which are the circuits. And if, there's an issue within that circuit and it's kind of cut, if you will, or there's a block, then you can have issues within the organ system of that circuit. And scars is a big one. And I know that for myself, because uh, if you have, maybe you've fallen as a kid, uh, scraped your knee, cut yourself in some way, falling off your bike. Bit by a dog. Bit by, but yeah, two dogs in my case. Or scratched by a cat, <laughs> got that too. <laughs> or maybe you've got a lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. These are all scars that can factor into disrupting these circuits in your, in your body and causing issues. Like I know I've got a bunch of tattoos that happen to be on both sides of my body. And it it took a long time to get these to heal by putting certain oils on them. And it's quite the process. So this is, is just, this is probably something that a lot of people don't think about or wouldn't think about. I, I, I didn't, I had no idea. I was talking to someone over the weekend when we did that event and mentioned that scars can be an issue. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like, whoa, that's kind of, didn't expect that kind of thing. And then 
I guess at that point as well, she did, she noticed that I did have, have tattoos. And that was something that I mentioned to her. It's like, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm no different. I, if I would have known years ago, what I know now, I wouldn't have got them. Yeah. It's so interesting. Actually, when you said that about the event on the weekend, I had a woman that I was talking to as well that was having some health problems and I looked at her and she had a very fresh looking tattoo, like a oh, yes. sleeve all down. It was kind of like the part of her chest and then all down the one arm. And I was like, can I ask you something? And she's like, sure. And I said, when did you get that tattoo? And she said, six months ago. And I'm like, okay. When did the issue that we were just talking about, when did that start? And she's like, five months ago. There can be a connection. And it's the whole, like eat the meridians. Or if you think about like, we're an electric circuit ultimately in the body. And if you think about the, the cord to your laptop or to charge your phone, if you start kind of chipping away and fray that, it's not going to provide the same energy throughout the system as if it was strong and solid. And that's where these are chemical scars, tattoos. I didn't realize that either. I have a few of them too. They're small, but it doesn't matter. And it's chemicals and heavy metals that are put into your body when you get these done. And ultimately it, it like interrupts that sequence of energy flow throughout your body. And this is not just tattoos. This is like, we can look at old score scars. Like Amanda said, if you, mm-hmm. you know, fell off your bike or if you got bit by a dog or people who have had surgeries or um, people like mothers, right? That can be, yes, if you had a C-section, there's a very big scar that's created there, but then also natural birth. Mm-hmm. There can be stitching and scarring in that process as well that can be aggravated after the fact. And so these can play a role in why we're not able to get things back online and functioning properly again, because there's a scar that may be getting in the way and interfering that needs support. Yeah. As cool as it is to, to know that that can be a factor is interfering with the circuits is it's even more cool to know that you can actually heal that. Yeah. There is, there is something you can do about it. I mean, I, I'm not able to get the ink or anything out of my skin. I mean, I could do, there's procedures for that, but that's just going to cause more scarring. So there's balancing out what's worth, worth doing versus what can I do preventative wise? Otherwise, can I take supplements to help get these things out of my system versus basically creating more scars by, cause I know there's, I think laser to remove it kind of thing, yeah. but what's best for your situation? What do you want to decide to help your body as best as you can? Yeah. With the information you know now too. So, yeah. What did you put on your scars? Uh, originally there was a, a renovator was the original one that I used. It was a vitamin. I think pretty much. I think that was, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Was that systemic? It was. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So I, I put that on for, a number like I only recently just stopped applying to my scars. It was maybe a couple of weeks ago. So it has been well over a year that I was doing this daily and sometimes twice a day just to help heal these scars. Pretty crazy. Yeah. What else did you, what, after you went off the renovator, what else did you use? I used coconut oil. 
that was something easy. It's easy to find, e re readily available. And yeah, just throw it on as well. Yeah. Help to heal the body. And natural, right? And that's where yeah. a lot of these, I mean, everything that we do in terms of helping people with dealing with any issues that they have, it's all about finding a whole food, a natural and organic approach. And something as simple, I mean, this is not going to work for everyone. This is what Amanda tested for, but putting some coconut oil on your hysterectomy scar on your c-section scar on women who have had breast implants that scar is going to need support your body's going to need help healing that and it it's often something simple to help doing it but it's or to help heal it but it's just figuring out what's going to work for your body and yeah. for you i mean coconut oil and now you don't have to do that anymore yeah it's pretty amazing not to have to do that i will be honest it was it was quite the commitment for that length of time to be doing so it was and you have um, a lot of scars so yeah no kidding <laughs> very grateful that that is healed and i can move forward there are yeah. things that can re-aggravate them that's something else that we could touch about this is just a few things that like things like going for a massage a lot of the times and that can aggravate other things as well but a lot of the times you go for a massage and you think oh this is gonna be so wonderful it's gonna be so relaxing but if there's scars or scar tissue in the body, this can actually re-aggravate things for some people. Um, going for a facial, if you have any scars on your face, that can be something that will re-aggravate the scars as well and where you mm -hmm. may find that you have some symptoms that are old, that you haven't seen in a while and they start to come back. So this can be a sign that the scars are problematic and you've just re-aggravated them. Mm -hmm. um, and then sex. If you're a woman who's had pre been pregnant, had any scarring or stitching um, around post-pregnancy, this can be an area where that causes problems as well. So, I mean, there's things that we talked about, you know, the foods when you're on vacation, their radiation, we talked about going to the dentist. There's a bunch of different things that can aggravate health and can cause us to stop moving forward as we would like to. But there's also so many natural things that you can do. and and it's never just like, well, you know, you've got 27 tattoos, so you're out of luck, right? Always above. <laughs> no, there's, there's a solution. There is for everything. Yeah. And it's just finding someone who's going to help you dig deeper. Because a lot of the times, if you're having symptoms and not feeling well, so many women that we talked to on the weekend said, you know, I've gone to my doctor, they did the blood work, they said, your blood work is fine, there's nothing wrong with you. Everything yeah. came back as normal. But if you still have symptoms and you're not feeling well. And how frustrating is that to hear uh, that answer when you know something's not right? You're fine. Your, your blood work's good. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. But yes, there is. Yeah. And you know you know it in your body. You know it in your in your heart, your soul, whatever you want to call it. You know something's not right. So listen to that. It's so true. And this is a big part of why, like as a society, we've shut off our innate intelligence. We've been conditioned and trained to stop listening. You don't question these things. You just, you know, here, take this medication or here, do this. But it's never, if you know something is wrong and you're being told that there's nothing, you need to find someone else. That doesn't mean there's nothing you can do. That means there's nothing that doctor can do or that practitioner can do for you. It means that you need to find someone else because there are so many practitioners out there who would love to help you dig deeper and figure out why are you having the issues that you're having and what does your body need to get back into balance. So what's the easiest thing that they can do as far as finding out what can be helped? 
if you'd like to work with us in terms of what can be helped, I mean, we start with a discovery call. It's just a free call. There's like no expectation there. It's just, let's get on the phone and figure out what's going on with you. And we'll share with you how we help. And if we're a good fit, awesome. If we're not, that's totally fine too. There's lots of other resources that we can share with you to help you move forward. So if you are someone who's struggling and you feel like your health is just not moving in the direction that you want it to, um, grab the link in the show notes and book a discovery call with us. And we can help you figure out what's going on. What the heck is going on? Why are you not moving forward? And Actually, can we speak to that a little more so for people? So I know I'm sure there's people out there who are frustrated perhaps with, like there's one client we were talking about earlier today that they were struggling with symptoms and people thought they were mad at them at work and husband was mad and just not having the energy. And this was a businesswoman. She had her own businesses and wasn't able to put the energy in because she was just so exhausted having mood swings with PMS symptoms and how that was affecting her. Can you just let people know about that? So they can also see that it's possible to go from that to, well, you can tell them better. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And I mean, a lot of the times we just kind of write it off too right? As like, oh, that's just who I am. Or that's just, it's a normal for this phase of life or mm-hmm. so many women, yeah, around me are dealing with the same problems. So that's just normal. Common does not equal normal. I'll like say that 15 times over. Common does not equal normal. If you're dealing with symptoms or anything that makes you feel like you're not moving forward like you would like to, that's a symptom. Weight gain is a symptom. Um, fatigue is a symptom not being able to sleep properly, all of these things are symptoms and they're signs that the body needs support. And so the client that Amanda's mentioning, yeah, she came to us and she was tired and she started working with us. And, you know, we did our testing and figured out that parasites were actually causing problems for her. And with the right vitamins and supplements for her, she's feeling so much better. Every week we get on a, on our check-in call and she's like, my energy, I didn't realize how bad it was until I started working with you and started feeling better. And she told me a couple of weeks ago that, yeah, exactly. She, her coworkers, she's a business owner and her coworkers and her husband both thought she was mad at them because her energy was so low, which was totally not like her. And it was just because her body was trying to fight this, this parasite thing that was going on with her. And now she has so much more energy. She's like attracting so many more people into her world and just so much more productive in business. She's like, I was so productive last week. It didn't make me moody. It didn't make me like exhausted at the end of the day. I was able to function and just be so much more efficient and effective in my business because I feel better. How exciting is that? Right. And this isn't just for business owners. I mean, for a business owner, that's huge. I can't imagine trying to function and get through the day. And especially as a new, fairly, you know, newer entrepreneur and working with people, I can't imagine doing that if I didn't have good energy, but what about parents? Mm -hmm. My goodness. How do they function with their kids and putting all the energy into the family if they aren't feeling well or, you know, anyone, how does that not impact your day? If you don't have energy and good health and if you're not, you know, digesting food properly and sleeping well, and if you're dealing with headaches, all of these things are going to change your life. My goodness, like the relationship, the impact on relationships would be massive 
like I can only imagine for me if I'm not sleeping I know I'm I'm more likely to be grumpy and the interactions with me may not be as nice so I can only imagine with a layer of kids and how I know kids can push your buttons and so just there's that those layers onto it so to have the energy to be able to be more present and handle the situation better like that's huge for people yeah there was another client actually just while you got me storytelling there was another (laughs) client who was talking about um because she used to have a really hard time with her cycle every month she'd get like crazy mood swings before her period and um, a really bad migraine leading up to her period and then have a really heavy flow for a couple days and she's like i no longer feel like i want to stab my husband once a month because she couldn't (laughs) like he drove her nuts leading up to her period and now she's just like okay it's fine and just can function so much better and she's like it it's made such a huge difference in my marriage amazing because i'm not angry at him all the time right so and then itself is like i i know i've experienced that too the bit of the mood swings years ago and it's just like you you know it's coming you can feel it and you're like for me anyway i know i was frustrated by it i don't want to be this person i don't want to feel this way and yet you just whatever is going on in your system, you can't seem to stop it. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. Exactly. But you don't have to just accept that and just live with that is basically kind of the, the long story short, right? Um, if you're dealing with any of these things, book a call with us. It's like a 15 minute call and we'll figure out if we're a good fit. If we're not, that's totally cool too. It's just, it'll give you some clarity, hopefully around like, yes, you're not imagining things. It's mm-hmm. not, I had a and, um, gynecologist tell me years ago, it's all in my head, which is horrible. And that's, you'll never hear that from us. Right? You'll get some support and some guidance and some clarity. And if we're cool, a good fit to work together. Cool. If not, that's totally fine too. Yep. Awesome. Well said. Yeah. Book those discovery calls. Uh, those spots are limited during the week. So make those uh, appointments as soon as you can. Thanks for listening and Have a great uh, week. We'll see you in the next episode.